Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. LA Clippers. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. The Clippers are going to win a championship under one condition. But first, my name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co host. Jesse Sandoval, what's up, guys? How are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know what? I feel like me and you were just chatting before this podcast, and you're just like, you know, you're hanging back, you're just chill, and then all of a sudden, I push record, and this chipper Jesse in a in a very nice hoodie and a beautiful smile pops up on my screen, ready to host this podcast. It was a delight. You got to do it for listeners. You know, you got to do it. You might be exhausted. You know, I might have got jumped before this, but mm-hmm. I will always, always put on a brave face for the listeners. You know, did you really get jumped? <laughs> no, no. <imagine. laughs> I was like, well, you didn't, you didn't open with that. Like that, 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 that would have been a really good sidebar for me and you to have. <laughs> you like pause it. Uh, hey, dude, you should, you should go to hospital right now. <laughs> I, 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 hold on. Hold on. I push pause. Hey, are you okay? Like, do you want to talk about it? Like, I know a couple therapists. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that was really believable, but no, I did not. Um, uh, I might as well have because I am exhausted from staying up late watching that Celtics and Clippers game, but it yeah. was worth it. It was worth it. So they looked really good, but that's not what I was talking about mm, <laughs> at the beginning okay. of the podcast. Okay. okay. What were we talking about? The Ontario Clippers might win a championship this year if the Clippers keep Musa Diabate down in the G League. Dude, Musa in the G League? Is like f-ing prime Shaq. I swear to God, like, <laughs> it is right. His stats are ridiculous, and and it's funny because when he comes to the NBA, he's playing with the Clippers, whether it's garbage time or whatever. He looks good, mm-hmm. but he doesn't look dominant, which which is something we would expect. Mm-hmm. But still, he goes down to the G League, and it's like an automatic like 2020 game like he he won player of the week last week the clippers the ontario clippers went two and oh and his stat line was i had it more prepared earlier <laughs> <laughs> you got what? nervous musa does that to you yeah musa does it he's averaging 26.0 points 21.5 rebounds wait 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 26 points 26 points and 20 rebounds? 21 rebounds. 21. 21 and a half rebounds. This just last week. Now they only played two games. But yeah. That's still impressive. Um yeah. when your average it goes down to 21 and a half, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, seriously. Um holy crap. Field goal Is it, what will this be the first championship for the for our G League Clippers? Yes. Oh wow. Beyond his his uh field goal percentage is sixty six point seven percent. He's averaging four assists mm-hmm. and one point five blocks in the last week. Now, yeah, it was only two games. Still impressive, dude. I don't know if it, if it's been done already, but I feel like there should be a 
like Musa and Preston in the G League and put Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, the like, <laughs> like I this, this it's moments like this where I wish I knew how to do um like uh graphic design or whatever or gra- graphic editing and putting faces on like videos and stuff like that because I would put Jason Preston's face on Kobe and Musa's on Shaq. Uh, Shaq's pushing some guy to the <laughs> ground who, who's just trying his best. He's making <laughs> like barely like minimum wage playing in the G League. He's just living a dream. His family's <laughs> upset with him because he won't get a real job. And Moose is just out there dominating uh, because he's, he's, he's in a league of his own. It's a sad depiction for you that you created for G League players. I'm sure they get paid more, but uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I would wish we had that skill set. Uh, and hopefully one day we will get that skill set and we'll create those contents. But man, I got to say, if they get to the finals, if they get to the playoffs and they get to the finals, we are making ourselves available for that game yes now if it might not be at home because we'll see how the season goes dude if it's in arizona we're okay. going to arizona uh, is there a team in, no i don't know if there's a team in arizona anymore i'll have I don't to know. check um, that um, there, okay there's there's teams in santa cruz there's a team in sacramento there's a team in south bay easy we can make those trips we can make those trips um i would even consider I don't know. I don't, there's a lot of G League teams that I don't know are around anymore. So <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to take a look at some of these. But yeah, like uh, everyone's talking about the NBA team, and you know what? The Clippers' first championship might actually come from Ontario, and the Clippers have an opportunity to win two this year because the Showcase Cup is next week. So, is it like kind of like like copying a little bit of like? how mls is not mls but like soccer you know there's it, multiple it's, it's yeah it's like there's uh in the WNBA too there's a i think it's called a commissioner's cup or something mm. and but those regular season games count technically after the showcase cup there's a brand new season and then that season determines who goes to the actual g league playoffs and stuff if we if we if the clippers win their first trip in the g league I want that trophy, Finals MVP, and Finals MVP trophy to be named Musa Diabate. Yeah, Tri- and that, trophy. and that, and when I meant at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, under one condition, it's if the Clippers decide to keep Musa down there, because if they for whatever reason bring him up and start playing him more in the NBA, and then, he yeah, does, go like, like I'm sure he's gonna have his Kawhi moments in the G League where he's not playing back to backs or something, <laughs> or he's <laughs> like, or he's. He's like, oh, I'm going to play in the NBA, and I'm not going to play. Like, for example, the Clippers today lost by, like, 30 points or something today and against Jeez. the Stockton team. But Musa wasn't playing. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, but That says a lot. That says a lot. Yeah. Well, he meets that team. Yes. Uh, so. so so here, we, we're talking about Musa now, and you're saying, like, and you mentioned that, like, he does seem, like, not as dominant when it comes to the NBA, which makes sense, right? You're playing seasoned veterans, sassy veterans, uh, sassy, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing sassy NBA players, yes. Uh, savvy uh, veteran players who, you know, know the game, right? They know the ins and outs, a little tricks, how to box out, you know, get under your skin, 
do you think Musa, based on what you've seen, has a future with the has a future with the Clippers? Oh, maybe? absolutely. I absolutely. I don't know if it's gonna be with the Clippers because I feel like the Clippers we'll are cold are a cold blooded franchise and continue getting old people who can't play uh, to play over him. But I I personally think that he does. And he, he's looked really good when he comes to the NBA. It's not like he's lo- looking bad. It's just he's not averaging 20 and 20, which he obviously won it. Mm-hmm. But maybe he will someday. I don't, I don't know. But like, he's, he's very energetic. He like When he gets on the court, he plays like, like I'm trying to prove something. Right, like he's trying to show that mm-hmm. he belongs in the league. He's trying to show Ty, Ty Lue that he he deserves minutes over Moses, right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus, uh, talking about Moses, <laughs> he's one of my favorite players to watch. Oh my goodness, his hook shot's so awful. It's like the best. The wow. the the, you know, the only thing Moses has going against him is that I'd rather see Musa more. But if Musa was not on this team, I would I would love every single minute of Moses Brown. And yesterday against the Boston Celtics, and yes, we are how many minutes? We're almost about to be 10 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't talked about Kawhi or anything. We're talking about the players that matter. Yesterday, Musa and Moses Brown played together on the court, and it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Moses was out of control, and Musa was cleaning him up. <laughs> every single chance he could get and it looks so clean like the touch on his on his uh layups the touch on his shot it, it was beautiful it was, well, it was Mo- poetry emotion yeah well moses looks like a staticky tv out there it, <laughs> it, 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 musa looked like fine art and and but i loved both like moses is like a reality tv show that you can't look away from and musa is I don't know. I was going to say the opera, but I wouldn't watch the opera. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know what to say. Uh, You got me. You got me stumped on this one. Everything you said and described was beautiful and well-worded. I don't think I can contribute uh, to it. The only thing I could say is I mentioned this in the, in the chat. Um, I desperately desperately need a moses brown hook shot where he clanks it off mm-hmm. the rim but his arms are still in motion of the hook shot i need that on his shirt badly dude yeah and i want i want i want jake's clippers versus the world it's <laughs> like you, around you, it. you, you want you want that like uh that font like you you want like that like you know there's flames in the background <laughs> and and it's just moses with like a missed hook shot. <laughs> it, oh man, <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. Cause like, have you ever like you've seen you've seen Moses Brown play? Like when he's catching yeah. the ball, it looks like he hasn't caught it, but then all of a sudden he's going up with it and he gets a dunk. It, it it's it's wonderful. I can't believe at one point I wanted Blake Griffin over this guy. <laughs> I I. I, I watched Blake Griffin play yesterday and I got a little nostalgic and I was like, oh man, I wish we still kind of had Blake. Mm-hmm. And then Paul George basically would have had a more wide open layup, but Blake Griffin was not in the paint. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Blake Griffin was in the paint and somehow that layup was easier for Paul George. <laughs> and so, but it's still like, to me, like rooting for the Clippers and watching the Clippers is more than just wins and L's wins and L's <laughs> uh, wins and losses. It's, it's, it's actually like 
watching these players and watching them do what they do dude it's 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 true i i like i like watching john wall sometimes and reggie jackson and like sometimes some of the bonehead moves they make oh my goodness it just makes me smile <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, like my it, it's it's like when john wall turns the ball over it's like yeah but did you see him do that 110 percent that <laughs> like you know like like you can't get that from most clippers <laughs> like, when he misses a, a layup and he goes like, "This is my city," like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, "Yeah," but he said, "This is my city," so you know what? Like, yeah, I like John Wall. So yeah, yeah. he he made a mid range that he missed the first couple times, oh. and, and 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 then he turns to, uh, he turns to a crowd and he gets a crowd hype. It it's it's wonderful. It, it's it's the little things. It's the things that are not in the box score. Don't look at his plus or minus. Don't look at his turnovers. Look at the fact that he's out there just going 120% while the rest of the team's probably going about 16%. And yeah, because of their age. Yeah, probably because of their age, and most of them don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> but John Wall, who makes more money than most of the team combined, looks like he cares the most. <laughs> <laughs> so My favorite thing about John Wall is his shooting form. It like reminds me of like 2K when you don't invest in your shot performance. Like, oh yeah, and it's like 50, and there's a huge delay. It's like it confuses me every single time because at some point when he jumps and he peaks, you would think the ball would come out, but it comes out like a second later than what you actually think it would come out. And like it, he he shoves it. It's like uh, it's it's beautiful. It, it, it's and I might be dating myself because I haven't played the new 2K, but like I remember when 2K used to have like that bar. And mm-hmm. if the bar got to green, then it's like an automatic make. It's just like every time John Wall shoots, it's like it's not. It's just like you accidentally double tapped. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's spot like, on. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I love oh. the fact that you brought that up. That was so good. That, that's <laughs> so spot on. Oh my goodness! But love I, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, like like if he gets traded, then obviously we're I'm going to embrace the new player. Like remember last year when. We got Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale, and everybody, every podcast, everyone on Twitter, including our friends, were like, "Why the hell did we get these players?" And me and you embraced them with the warmest podcast hug that we could. And to this day, I remember Semi Ojale doing the turnaround Dirk Nowitzki shot <laughs> in the fourth quarter during garbage minutes. <laughs> I wish. I don't even remember what game it was. I just remember it happened. Like it's like one of those like don't don't cry because it's over. Cry, uh, be happy that it happened kind of thing. <laughs> and I wish I got that on the poster and it was signed by him. It's like, uh, have you seen the that meme where like God gives like uh, takes away something and he gives the little girl something else? It's like yeah. uh, taking something Ojale, giving you Moses Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and Moses Brown's on that two way. And he's suited up for every game so far. There's gonna be a, a point where he's just not gonna be able to play for us anymore unless we give him a guaranteed roster spot. And I don't think our fan base is gonna like that too yeah, much. No. Would we might <laughs> we're gonna be like, sure. Let why it not? 
I'm down. Uh, I need something entertaining so far. The season has been a dud. Let's be yeah. honest. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it 100. Uh, <laughs> as the kids say, you know, uh, keep it real. Uh, it's been a real dud. Uh, <laughs> we had the easiest. I think we had one of the easiest schedules to begin with in the season, and it's been lackluster. Um, we haven't seen a lot of Kawhi. We haven't seen a lot of PG. But we've talked for I don't know how long, and we haven't even discussed the Celtics game in which Kawhi and PG showed up. Together. Showed up. Why is it important that they showed up? Because the week prior they did not. Yes. <laughs> yes, they did not. Um yeah, it's just uh this was a great turnaround, honestly. And the fact that we've had Kawhi and PG for what was it, three games straight? Uh yeah. Uh four games. They they came back for the Hornets game. Okay, yeah. And they went two and two the last week before the Celtics game. Mm-hmm. So now it's been five. So, yeah, they've been available. So that's all we can ask for. Let's see if they can get some rhythm going. Uh, this is done. Yeah, no more. We're uh, call it. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> that's, 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 it's we'll like uh, the Clippers finally got uh, PG and Kawhi back, and then the, the music hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like what I, I want to ask you, what do you take away from the game? Do you think like everything's ironed out, or do you think we're still going to have – our bumps in the road. Oh, uh, nothing's ironed out at all. But I'm less concerned. I would put mm. it that way. Like it's, it's it, that game showed us that like, Oh, we, we have that switch. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we, we could turn it on at some point. It would be great if we if we like I know the electricity bill will be high, but can we leave the switch on for a little while? But uh it's for for an owner that has billions of dollars, he likes to save money on keeping the switch off, it seems like. Uh we're gonna be f- I'm I feel like we're fine. I I don't I, I don't know. Sorry, I'm watching. I'm watching the Lakers Celtics game in the same. Oh, uh, okay. I don't <laughs> and, 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 I, and I was like, hold. On. I was like, the the Celtics just tied it. LeBron shot a game when he shot and he missed. It's going to OT. Cool. This oh. is gonna, <laughs> that's going to date the podcast. But you know, well, uh, this could. Did you know this is like the seventh time this year that the Lakers have had the second game of the back to back against the Clippers? Yeah. Um. I can't really complain about it. Honestly, it's the schedule they've been given. So okay, so uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, as a podcast, uh, content uh, would be great. Uh, uh, complain about the Lakers. It. <laughs> yeah, co- 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 complain about it for uh, ten seconds, please. Uh, Adam Silver, why don't you stop being a little bitch? <laughs> 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 yeah, I got a pocket on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're coming out. You're coming out with the new next gen slang right now, dude. <laughs> out of pocket, keeping it real. <laughs> Dud, oh, oh dud! <laughs> all, 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 all the, all the TikTok people are saying dud. You know. Um. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How to follow up with that. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Uh. uh we, we, getting it pretty easy. So. Yeah. You know what? Sure. We'll uh, cover we, more on the NBA rivals forum. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, which is on a Patreon, by the way. Um, I don't even know if I got to my point, and you asked me a question. I forgot what it was. 
No, you said like uh, we saw a glimpse of what they can be, essentially, what this team can be. And that was without Norman Powell, who's been playing pretty great for the last stretch. And and the Celtics didn't have uh, a legitimate NBA center on the court. So I thought he he was supposed to come back by this time. Did they have a setback? Um, I feel like they. I just watched the the pre the halftime show, and they think he's gonna be back by Christmas. So, oh, Hmm. uh, so I don't know. But I feel like most teams are playing shorthanded. But you know what? The thing is, the Clippers have played shorthanded for the first two months. Mm -hmm. And I've gone on every Clippers Twitter space and they still expect wins. So I'm assuming I'm assuming it's the same thing for the Clippers. When you play a team that's shorthanded, take advantage and get the win. Mm -hmm. So but like outside of that, they still have their two best players. And so, yeah, um, and that's who they're going to like Al Horford and Robert Williams. Although they're important for the the Celtics to win a championship, they're not winning a championship without Tatum and Brown, right? So it's the same thing yeah. with the Clippers, right? Although Zoo might be low key the X factor into Clippers maybe winning a championship because we don't have any other centers, even yeah. though me and you are both on the Moses Brown train. Uh we're not winning anything without Kawhi and Paul George. So it's you know, we 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 played arguably Probably maybe this year's MVP if we were to vote right now, Jason Tatum, and we mm-hmm. won the game. So that's that's good. Yeah. It's uh, it's something to celebrate, uh, for sure. Uh especially after the last couple of games where it's been disappointing. So um if we if we get through Minnesota, and obviously they have their injuries too, if we get through Phoenix, who might be shorthanded as well. It's still an impressive week, and it's something to look forward to in terms of this Clippers team. We might be turning a page if we get through this week. The Clippers could also just go one and two, and then everyone's going to be in the same boat, and we're going to do the next podcast being like, so what are you concerned about? So so it's <laughs> it, it's just a never-ending story this season of the Clippers, you know, and you you alluded to it. Do you, what's What's your thoughts? Do you feel like this is something – that is something we could look forward to or is there going to be more bumps in the road uh yeah i definitely think there's gonna be more bumps in the road um where do i begin i'm just kidding (laughs) um you know Kawhi and pg haven't really played a lot of games together so that's going to take some getting used to this game they gelled pretty well but uh i just still still i still see uh some some adjustments um I don't know how many day, how many games they're gonna get for rest as well. So um, being on and off the court kind of also messes up with your groove, your rhythm. So I don't know what that's gonna look like. Um, but it was it was nice to see. Um, yeah, because this is this is what the team looks like when they're you know a hundred percent and they're in rhythm and they're playing really well and they're being efficient. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. It was a good win. It was a solid win. It was fun. It was it was great to watch Kawhi play really well. PG play really well. I mean, what was it? They played together. They averaged what fifty one. I'm not average, but they scored fifty one yeah, points. They, they scored fifty one. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's the best Kawhi's looked in like three oh, yeah. years. <laughs> that's the that's the best Kawhi's looked since Toronto. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, it it's one of those things like. 
coming off the week where we went two and two against, you know, we've struggled to beat the Hornets. Then we lose to the Magic. And then, like, oh, you know, the Heat, they're struggling, but on paper, they're a really good team. So you can, it makes sense why we might not win that game. But at the same time, Hmm. it's like, well, we lost to the Magic. Can we please beat the Heat then? And then, so we started one and two. And then it turns out John Wall still owns DC, which is good. Uh, but we struggled even to win that game. So we, I think we all went into this Boston game like, hey, um, we're not expecting much, but please look good. And we looked better than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is that, how should I put this? I don't, I feel like at times I make too many excuses for this team. And the only, the one excuse I'll use is like, they were coming back from injury on a road trip. And although those teams were not very good, it still takes some adjusting to do. And it might not be easy to adjust when you play and then fly to a new city, play and then fly to a new city. So I feel like that was their adjustment week. Hopefully their adjustment week is past them. And now they could start playing like a team but we got to see that we got to see that happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And the excuse thing kind of gets like, how many times can they have a tune up or how many times can they have an adjustment game? Because if they're having 10 adjustment games, 10 tune up games throughout the year, then that's just another concerning sign itself. Right. So mm-hmm. how many times can we do that? I, I kind of like to put in my head like a three game window like there's the tune-up game then there's the game where it's like okay they're a little bit more in rhythm they're a little bit more in rhythm all right on the fourth game they we should start seeing some better basketball it took a took the fifth game but they were at home for the fifth game and on the road for the first four so i i'm in that bubble where i'm kind of making excuses for them but eventually the excuses are going to have to um the excuses themselves are going to be concerning if that makes sense yeah um those are that's a really good point i i think you're you're hitting the nail on it um to me i wasn't too stressed out for the celtics game i was just mainly concerned about if we're gonna see Kawhi and paul george play like to me i just want to see them available on the court and i think they can get everything to groove and men look at that groove huh look at that yeah um just should we just make a tiktok (laughs) <laughs> it's just me dancing uh, yeah. um I, I i was hoping that just as long as they're available and playing that at some point they would mesh together and find it find find their uh you know i don't even know the term for it just you know find themselves essentially find yeah. themselves to be the team that they everyone thought they could be so, but to see that it happened in the Celtics game, especially against a really good contender and uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum was great. I was a little confused though. Uh, I know this is going to go a little bit off topic about Kawhi's comments. Uh, the reporter asked, um, is this the best he ever felt? Because obviously it looked like it was his best game. And his response was, you know, no, uh, I felt good all season. And it was it caught, it caught me off guard. So were they just holding them off to my thought process was like, okay, so were they holding them off 
until PG was 100%. So that way, not all the load falls on Kawhi. You know, and they don't strain him out too much. I, I... But I get it. They want to err inside of precaution. So you're a doctor. Obviously, you're, you're not going to put your, your your neck on the line and say, like, oh, yeah, he's good 100%. You, you're probably going to say, like, no, 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 no. Like, let's give it a couple games. Let him, let him rest. Uh, give him a couple minutes here and there. Let him rest. Let, let, let me ask you this, because I do think that raises a question, because like, there's a lot of quotes we've seen in the last several days, two weeks, about the whole minutes thing. Like, because I remember – after the magic game, I think Kawhi mentioned on the line of like, well, we all want to play. It's just the medical staff is saying we shouldn't. And so we're listening to the medical staff. John Wall, I think, mentioned something on the lines of like, I think I could play back to backs. It's just the medical staff thinks I shouldn't. And so I'm wondering if there is this thing with the organization protecting its products now it's or is the organization protect its investments by like you know what i think the organization might realize like this is the final window like if there's a major injury halfway through the season the window is crushed like we can't afford your 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 things blurry are you showing me the score? Yeah. Of the Lakers Celtics game? But it makes me look like I'm showing you something that's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's like blurry. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's 122 to 116, uh, 40, 46 seconds. Uh, I guess uh, Jake's going to be heartbroken just like me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. You guys are Laker fans now. Uh, so. I don't know because like a part of me is like, all right, put ourselves in the player's shoes. If the players are like, hey, I'm not feeling up to it. I don't want to play. I would understand that if I'm the organization and there's just the slightest little thing, especially after what happened last season, I might even be like, you know what? We could afford to go 500 for the first half of the season if it means we're going to be in a championship game or the finals. Mm hmm. Does that guarantee that? I don't know, but my stance on it is like hindsight's twenty twenty. If we and I, I think I mentioned this on the last pod is like if we make it to the finals, we're gonna look back on this and be like, you know, the formula worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it wasn't pretty. We we're all bummed out. The season was a dud. You know, it was frustrating. But we would all be like, well, it worked. Yeah. And but all, but if they get knocked down in the second round, we might look back on this and be like, yo. We spent the whole season just not getting ready. And you know, we're going to be frustrated with that. True. You know, I'm trying to think back to the... There was a podcast. I forgot who who it was, but it had Richard Jefferson in it. And I think Jake turned us on to it because they were kind of discussing about the whole method that the Clippers were approaching with the two stars and Paul George and, and um, Kawhi about how you know they're limiting their games and they're kind of making a point that we've seen this method before it's not the first time the first time that they're mentioning was you know the doc rivers the first year we had doc rivers uh mm-hmm. two one three area era um and that one's a that one's different you know because we we did do that method we did we did rest our star players but we also had a long layoff because of COVID, 
the bubble the bubble uh, came uh lemon pepper wings mm-hmm. so uh, there, yeah there's all excuses for that one so and then i guess you can make a, a case for the following season after that we also did the same thing towards the end of the season um granted it, with that inform with that being said we did go to the furthest mm-hmm. but Kawhi also got hurt yeah so we don't know if the not if it happens again <laughs> yeah yeah right uh, then we know this. No, then we know this method doesn't work. If it, that's that's my thought process. So, it's still it, a question mark. And then, like last year, they both didn't play, and Paul George got COVID, and we didn't make the playoffs. And there was remember, remember, every podcast was saying like, if we make it far enough in the playoffs, quite might come back. Mm-hmm. And then who 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 would have maybe the method or the. Uh, the method of like, you know what, just have him not play all year and then he comes back in the playoffs and we were to go far. Maybe that's what works. That's the formula that works. I'm trying to see how many games he played at Toronto. Yeah, because like, you know, it's funny. Every time we do a Clippers Twitter space, mm-hmm. I would say maybe once a month, a Toronto Raptors fan comes in there. Yeah. And they're always like, I'm just checking in on my my guy Kawhi. And we're <laughs> like, all right, cool. And then they check in on Kawhi and and they hear us complaining about the whole injury stuff. And they're like, hey, don't worry about it. We were all frustrated too. And then he was ready for the playoffs and he played really well in the playoffs. So as long as he's good for the playoffs, you guys should be fine. And we're all like, oh, I don't know, because Maybe he'll get hurt then, or we're not going to have any chemistry. or, And I think just because we got through it and it was one of our best runs, we still went down 0-2 to the Dallas Mavericks in that first round. And I just don't know if we can handle going down 0-2 in the first round again. Yeah, Like, we have to look good in the playoffs. We, ha- we can't play a seven-game series every round. Like, we have mm-hmm. to do that. We kind of have to make a run somewhat efficiently this year. Yeah, we don't have the youth for that. But to so looking at his Toronto year, he played six games, sixty games. Okay. Uh, the following year after that, the first year at LA Clippers with the LA Clippers, he played fifty-seven. Okay. And the fifty-seven out of seventy something. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it's not. It's only four. It's only three away from the Toronto Raptors. How many games he played uh, there? Uh, and someone, they had no game chips. So. So, someone. Uh, Someone insert 80 plays more games than Kawhi uh, meme right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they're going to have their own issues right now because they just lost the Celtics. But, um, yeah, and then he played 52 games the 2021 uh, season, which, again, is only eight there's, games from the Toronto Raptors when he – And, and there's and there's only 72 games in that season as well, right? Mm-hmm. And then he missed the whole last year. Mm-hmm. And then this year, he's played how many games so far? This game, he's played nine games, and he started seven. All right, so he's played nine games, and the Clippers have had how many games so far as a team? Uh... I'm sure I could find this. I should be able to find this a lot faster than I am. All right, Clippers... I'm gonna edit this out of the pod. 
All right. Uh, Clippers have played 29 games. So he has not played in 20 games so far this year. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously going to play in less games this year than he's probably played on average in any point since the Toronto Raptors season. Mm-hmm. And he's also coming off an injury as well. So mm-hmm. this is going to be the first time we see that. Because uh, I think 2017, 2018, he only played nine games. And I think that's when he got traded after that. Or, oh, he sat out. I totally forgot. He sat out, right? Because he said so, he didn't feel 100%. So he got hurt in that Warriors playoff game. I don't remember what year that was. And then I want to say he didn't play the next season with the Spurs. Is that correct? No, he played nine games. And then Was I'm, that at the end of the year or something? No, I think that's the beginning of the year. Um because so 2016, 2017, I think that was the year they went to the playoffs, and that's when he got injured. I think he came back and played nine games, but he didn't feel 100%. And I think that's when he decided to sit down because I remember Popovich was, you know, saying, like, right. I don't understand why he's saying, why he's sitting, like, he's cleared by the doctors, he's fine. I, I want to say, though, that injury he got, though, was more significant that he wouldn't start the season. So maybe he came back like midseason, right? Someone's gonna, someone, someone's gonna fact check us on this for sure and you're I, more than welcome to yeah i'm gonna go to Kawhi's basketball reference and see if i could quickly uh break down that season for him but we probably will not so he played nine games in 2017 2018 let's see if i could click on that uh nine games let's see if i could get uh he was inactive for the most part. He came back in December. Mm. And then he played nine games, and then he didn't play the rest of the year. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was like one of those, like, he came back, and then, yeah. Didn't feel 100%. Okay. So, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, he's probably going to play less than what, he, what, he, what he's played with us so far. But I don't think it's going to be – I don't think there's going to be a significant change. How much do you think he's going to miss? So he's already missed 20 games. So do yeah. you think he plays 50 games? 50 would be pretty good. And I think a lot of people had that predicted at some point. Right? I think we're all like, well, it would be really nice if like him and PG played up to 55 to 60 games. Right? Well, he's yeah. obviously not going to play 60 games now. But like maybe 45 to 50, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, well, I was just pretty much trying to get what was like Richard Jefferson was saying it's they tried it before it didn't work, but in reality, it looked like it worked with Toronto Raptors. So, um, yeah. and a lot of people could point out, you know, the Warriors were in, were were injured, and some people could say, well, maybe it's because they didn't really sit them out as much as they should have, like they did with the Toronto Raptors. So, um, all right, one thing I do want to talk about Kawhi though. Okay. Did you see his post-game interview yesterday? Uh, no, I didn't. He walks away from the interview. Chuck the Condor. Oh, yeah, I see that one. <laughs> has a ball. And he has a little Sharpie. Kawhi goes to grab the Sharpie, then decides against it, and walks away. Kawhi Leonard disrespected the most important clipper on this franchise. And Chuck the Condor just politely, you know, nods his head, puts the Sharpie cap back on the Sharpie. Oh, and... really? I thought he proceeds to, uh, proceeds to sign it himself. Oh, maybe he does. I don't know. 
Okay. All all I'm saying is trade Kawhi Leonard if you're just going to disrespect the goat like that. <laughs> like who? I don't think anybody thinks Kawhi Leonard is above Chuck the Condor. I I I I that out of your mind if you think Kawhi Leonard's more important than Chuck the Condor. Mascot of the year. Put some respect on that, right? Seriously. I don't know when was the last time Kawhi Leonard won an award. All right. Chuck the Condor Chuck the Condor. <laughs> Chuck the Condor <laughs> won mascot of the year last year. The you know, he carried this franchise. He did. So he did. I just want to I just want to throw that out there before we even wrap this up. Uh you know what? I will also add that if he did sign that ball, that ball's worth more with with Chuck the Condor signature than Kawhi Leonard's. And honestly, oh. I would much rather have Chuck the Condor signature on my Abs- face. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely it, it kind of bugs me that the Chuck the Condor jersey just says Chuck on the back. Because if it said Chuck the Condor, I would get that jersey in the city edition version every year. But for some reason I have to buy another player because I don't I just don't want a jersey that says Chuck on it. I, I think it's just yeah. a little, that's a little weird. You'd be like, who's Chuck? Uh I'm the goat. Um I we were gonna talk about Roko. I he's not playing. Do you think he's gonna get traded? Uh we could probably save this the next week when he's not playing still. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, well I'm pretty sure it'd be quick because honestly, I don't really have much to say about it. He hasn't played, so because he hasn't played, he doesn't really have much value, right? Like, how's the team to gauge? He's healthy. He's not getting hurt because he's not playing. So maybe people could go based on, like, what they think he could bring to the team. They could, but what, what are they willing to give? So I feel yeah. like we'll just get another vet in the process of it. So, you know, you know, the Clippers love their vets. And so. I don't know if that'll be much of an improvement, but um personally my take is he hasn't played so a lot of teams don't know what his values are and you probably won't get a lot from him yeah no uh, uh, i i think if he's in a package he looks good mm-hmm. like in my opinion if the clippers would offer me brandon boston jr plus Rocco for something i would pick up the call i probably would be like nah i'm okay but I would pick up the call because I was like, oh, you know, maybe Brandon Boston could become something. Like he was, he was supposed to be a lottery pick, uh, but then he had a bad year in Kentucky. So yeah. it, it's like if you had, if you offer me Brandon Boston Jr. plus Rocco, I would, I would be like, oh, okay. But I, I don't know. I, I would still be hesitant. But I don't know if a player needs a wing that could make a corner three and play tough defense because maybe your team's not playing great defense. I don't know. Like you, you, you pick up the phone call. I just don't know if it's something that is enticing. Maybe you get that somewhere else. Yeah, for some reason that feels like something that it'd be up the Detroit Pistons alley. I don't know why, but it's just, just like, hey, we'll take Roko and we'll give you or no Roku with Brandon Boston. Oh, like oh, so you're saying like a team that is looking for looking toward the future would be like, Oh, I like this Brandon Boston thing. I guess we'll just take Roko while we're here. Yeah. Okay. Just try to experiment because it's low low risk, high reward. If you can get someone off that you don't want on your roster, it has a long term contract. And yeah, because like you could probably be like, all right, we'll take your Brandon Boston Jr. and we'll accept Roko just to make the money work. 
you know something like that yeah i i really like i don't know if it's a roco in general but did you see what the anthony melton was saying about him him growing up to be a clippers fan so the anthony melton he's from the valley mm-hmm. and he went to usc and he grew up uh, a clippers fan and I think someone mentioned, I don't know, I think it's the game he played. It might have been the game they before they played the Lakers. I don't remember. So I'm assuming, I don't, I don't, I just saw the quote. So I don't know how the interview went. I'm assuming because he's from LA, people probably brought up the Lakers. <laughs> and then he was like, <laughs> well, actually. Uh, so yeah, um, I think this team could use somebody who has a lot of pride in being a Clipper. I feel like Paul George has some pride in being a Clipper, and I know a lot of these players have pride, but like it would be really good to have a player that wants to be part of this team and proud to wear the jersey. Mm-hmm. And to bring in a Clippers fan who could play pretty good defense and could get pretty streaky, I think that would be good to have. Uh, I don't know what it would take to get him, but when I saw those quotes about him being a Clippers fan, I was like, oh, i like to see that. <laughs> and, and if you were to become, especially since you went to USC, if you were to become a Clipper, I would get the jersey, and I would join. The, I would enjoy the fact that you're part of this franchise. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it. Um, for those reasons that you just said. Well, you know, um, well, no, yours, oh, no, is more, go ahead. yours is way more important than mine. Uh, I just made a sound. That's all I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to tell people where they could find our podcast. So if oh, you have, yeah. if you have. Anything you want to say. I got this. I got something to say. Guys, let me tell you what I have for you. We have a Patreon that only requires $3 from you. $3. In that Patreon, we have bonus content that we cover other things. Uh, We're we're still experimenting. You know, it's it's a brand new thing. So we're trying to gauge what people like and what they don't like. Currently, we have um uh, uh sports diary where we just kind of talk about other football not, not not particularly just football but we talk about other sports that we're interested in and hope to kind of create a community within the patreon that everyone seems like they're sports lover right so that we can discuss many topics but we also have nba rivalry where we basically fit on everyone that's on the west coast that's not the clippers so um yeah if you like talking shit, especially about the lakers um you should join. Yeah. Uh, and works. We're we're in negotiations, me and you, about starting another podcast. I don't know if we could call it a podcast if it's going to be very short. But me and you are negotiating to start a podcast um, about the little giants there in Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> about maybe 10 minutes a week covering the Ontario Clippers. And, you know... Shaq and and Musa, Kobe and Jason Preston, and I don't know what that makes. Brandon Boston Jr. is that Glenn Rice? I don't know. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, but, but uh, find out in the Patreon, right? Yeah, I think I think we're gonna consider that if if the time comes and we're like, nah, then yeah. But so I'm not getting anyone's expectations up that we might do that. But but because we literally just talked about it beforehand and we didn't confirm that we're going to do it. But I felt like since we're promoting the Patreon, if you come back to us and say, please, yeah, I would love for you guys to do that podcast. We'll do the podcast. 
if you're like if no one responds then it's still up to us and we got to figure out if we have time to do it so, so yeah, I, that, I wonder who's the individual that's going like you know what i like jesse's shitty analysis about the clippers i want that shit on the g league like that's what <laughs> yeah, i want I, at that level i want if you if you if you like hearing me talk about musa Diabate. Then I then we got an idea for you, <laughs> uh, and you know what? If we're co- if we're covering the G League, I'm probably gonna have a lot of Jason Preston praise. But if we're covering the NBA Clippers, I don't understand why that guy has a uh, has a has a roster spot. But that being said, so if you guys want to see some Jason Preston uh, praise, I got an idea for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can find our podcast though. Anywhere you f- you can find your podcast, it could be on Google Play, which Jace, uh, Jesse gave me a hard time about last week that people use. So yeah, if you use Google, you can find us there. You can find <laughs> us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple. You could probably find us on other things that I don't even I didn't even know the podcast was on. So you can find our podcast at those places. You can find us on Twitter at Clips Forum. We do Twitter Spaces. Currently, we're not doing East Coast games. Trent from ninety four fifty does. Clippers 9450 does the tw- the Twitter spaces when we're not doing East Coast games or when we're just not available. He'll host them as well. Uh anything else, Jesse, before we head out? Um Go Clippers. Go Clippers. And you know what? You guys could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you. I was gonna do the jingle bit. I don't even know if people like the jingle bit. I because I was gonna say the reason why I came up with the jingle bit was because I feel like the jingle is the best part of this podcast, and then you have to listen to us just very poorly talk about the Clippers for an hour just <laughs> after just vomit for like forty minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so you know what we do appreciate people who listen to jingle and stay for the pod. So uh, yeah, and we're out. Peace, man. I am on it with the lingos for sure. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah. Dude, I'm so hip and cool. Uh, I, I, you should do uh, a dance. Like you should, you should come up with your own Clippers dance, and we'll make a TikTok know. for that. I don't know if you've seen those like those, uh, those e-girl dances where they dance like anime, like and they wear like, like clothes. I don't know. This is still recording. <laughs> like, 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 like clearly, like they're like, they're just wearing clothes that like gets likes. I want to do that. I want to do. That. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dogging on them. Uh, if it works for them and it works, it, it worked for us. Is that what it is? Uh, I just think that you know I have the body for it. So uh, you do. You do. You do. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're still recording this one. <laughs>